Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Call Her CEO podcast. So guys, I'm here with Sarah, Tanya, Maria, and Jessica, and we're here to talk to you about what it's like to run a business when you're a student in university. So ladies, uh, you can take turns of like who wants to introduce themselves first. I'm very happy to have you on here. Thank you for having us. My name is Tanya Martinishna. I go to Shilga School of Business. I'm currently in my third year and I'm specializing in marketing and I am the co-owner along with Sarah of Velacora. Hi, uh, I'm Sarah. I'm also the co-owner of Velocora, and I also go to the Shulik School of Business, and I'm also specializing in marketing. Hi, everyone. My name is Jessica. I'm not a current student at the Ted Rogers School of Management, but I just recently graduated in June, and I was majoring in human resources, but all of my experience all um, fall under marketing and I am the owner of the Lamb Prince. Hi everyone, my name is Maria Portillo. I just recently finished my last semester at Ryerson. I majored in global management studies and I did a minor in finance and I'm the owner of Somi, so we're a natural body care brand. Oh, such lovely people. I'm so excited for this. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, so just to get into the swing of things, we all know that juggling school and juggling life is a little bit of a, like a difficult task, especially during a time like this but especially when you're running a business I'm sure that there's a lot of free time that you don't always have so what's it like juggling like your business as well as your academic studies and even like just life in general like how do you usually go about that and like what are tips that you have for other people if they're running a business and also like getting their degree or in school at the same time so definitely when it comes to balancing a couple of things at the same time whether you're in school working part-time and managing a business I think it's really important to be able to um, schedule out the different things that you want to work on in advance. This could be done through just working on a Google Calendar, creating a brainstorming doc and just planning everything out so that by the time it comes, like your launch date or like anything that you want to execute, you'll have enough time to plan for that. For me personally, when I was in school, I did balance a lot of different things. It was student groups, working and education. And how I was able to cope through all of that was just basically managing my time and just leaving enough time to be able to still relax on the weekends and just being able to follow through with your schedule so that you can meet all the deadlines that you intend to. I started in July, so that was during the pandemic. And for me, it was a little bit hard at first because I couldn't really find time to plan everything all at once while working a full-time job. So really, I just took a full weekend to brainstorm everything that needed to be done and plan in advance. And it actually helped me execute a lot of different launches, which was really something that I found very helpful in terms of the success of my business. That's great. I actually, it's funny because I remember I saw that you had launched your website a couple of weeks ago and I was so excited for you because I remember when I ordered from you, you was like, give me the measurements, like the inspiration and everything. So I'm so glad that you've like moved on and like been able to like expand things like that. That's great. Thank you. So I literally have three different calendars that I organize things on. I found it really helpful to just do this thing where whenever I think of something I need to do or think something that I just need to get off by checklist I write it down immediately and I don't let it sit in my brain because I think that can just drive you crazy because you just constantly feel like you have something to do because you do you always have things to do and you're always busy and so writing them all down made it a lot easier for me to just get my thoughts together and actually execute what I need to do I also do like little spurts of work in between classes. So it's not that bad now that everything is online. It's a lot easier, I think. I'm a little bit different than Sarah. I'm not as organized as her, but for me, 
a lot of the work that Sarah and I do is online. It's remote. It's either answering emails or DMs. And aside from shipping out orders, it really is just working from your phone and your computer. So I usually make my time either before classes or after classes. The fact that everything is online, including school, does make it a little bit easier just because the commute for me used to be like an hour and a half to school. And I used to work a job where I had to also commute. So the fact that everything is at home really does save me a lot of time because I do a lot of multitasking. So even when I'm like watching Netflix or um, eating or anything, I usually do go on my phone regardless. And I usually respond to DMs or customer emails. Obviously you're like co-owner, so you have like you don't live together what do you guys usually do in terms of like even packing orders like do you guys have your stuff like at your respective houses or do you have it like somewhere else the way that it works is the stuff that sarah picks out it's at her house and the stuff that i pick out is at my house and a lot of her orders actually most of her orders are blended so usually this isn't as efficient as we can make it be but we usually drive to each other's houses and drop something off or just meet up and ship it together but yeah, there's definitely a more efficient way to do that. But Tony <laughs> doesn't drive yet. She's getting her license. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the process. You'll get there. Now that she is, I think like we could have one location. But in the summer when we started in June, it was really difficult for us to even get like content pictures because we take all of our own content like to get feed pictures and for one of us to have all the jewelry and the other one not to it was just so difficult but yeah I think actually a lot of our orders like I've been noticing lately like they usually pick from each of our respective styles yeah actually sometimes you see that like anything that Tanya picks gets picked and then like for like a specific order and then anything that I picked out gets picked for a specific order as well I think it's so cool that you guys are able to like manage it at two different houses like I can't imagine me like working with someone in a different house doing nails like I just think like props to you guys for that we made it work and now that we have like a bunch of like ambassadors like with us I'd say like the content part has definitely been a little bit easier a lot of our customers pictures and we do work with quite a bit of influencers especially right now so um i don't know about the one location thing but i think it's working i think it's fun to drive by sarah's house once a week (laughs) (laughs) you (laughs) work so far so yeah it's like not traditional but it works yeah as long as it's effective that's all that matters (laughs) yeah do you guys live close to each other 30 minute drive (laughs) that's our work commute that's pretty bad they're making it work that's all that matters yeah Yeah. exactly for me planning or like having a planner was like the most important thing and like it doesn't even have to be anything fancy from like a that's like really expensive i literally just got one from like the dollar store and it was like the best thing ever because it has like a preview of like your month and then it also has like a preview of your weeks while being in school i could see like when I would have to do or like hand in any assignments, have my midterms, exams, presentations, or like group projects. And so I could like kind of plan everything a month beforehand. And I was also going to like local markets. I was going to like Kensington a lot. So yeah, I could see like which days that I was supposed to go there and then just kind of plan my time beforehand so I have to actually like physically make the product so make like shampoo and conditioner bars and then the soaps as well and I know like for GMS I don't know how it is for like for you guys but we have so many student group projects so it's kind of hard because of COVID now like obviously you won't know who you're kind of with or like who ends up being in your group but 
I got really lucky during my last semester, I would say, because everyone was just open to like my schedule. And then like our communication was really good. I feel like if the communication's not there, then like you're definitely staying up at night. I think it's like still really important to kind of like talk with your group members about, especially if you have like a side business or like even if you're like working and stuff and communicating like everything. Definitely difficult I find when you're working with other people because everybody's on such yeah. different schedules at Ryerson. Like for us, there's a lot of group work, I think in like third and fourth year for some reason, which I mean, is kind of like fitting to not only to the year of study, but also to just like even marketing as well. But I do notice that like there's a lot of people that are now like because they're starting new ventures and even for myself like there are some times where I'm like to other people in my group like oh I can't meet because like I have something else to do or I have something to film or I have like content that I have to like produce or whatever and I think that sometimes it like takes a specific like type of person to understand that because not everybody I think understands like what it's like to be like running a business or like in my case running a podcast because people think oh well it can't be that hard and they're like oh wait no it is that hard and I think like sometimes people don't give others like enough credit for it but speaking of just giving credit in general we all obviously have people that support us and we have people that are supporting like our ventures and things like that but to you guys personally, is there anyone who like you see who like basically is like your biggest supporter, someone that like is always like standing by you and like your personal cheerleader, anybody that comes to mind for you guys? I have a couple of um, big supporters starting off with my friends. I can't really list uh, specific people because honestly, all my closest friends, they're really, really supportive. And this isn't just by like them having to actually purchase a product in order to support me I feel like every time I have like an idea and I propose it to them really supportive about it and they actually help me walk through how the execution is going to go um, what ideas they have and what what the client journey would be which I find really really helpful because sometimes when you're about to launch a new product you can be really discouraged like is this really going to work are people going to like this product so being able to have that um, backbone and someone to support you through that um, is really really helpful and then I also have my sisters sell press on nails we recently added customized mugs my sisters do help me with the product making the products packaging the products and all the marketing materials that go on our social media so i'd say my sisters are definitely a big support to me because one of my sister does help me with the marketing materials and the other one helps me make marketing products which is really really helpful and they do inspire me to be better every day by comparing our competitors or like looking at other brands that are doing really well and just giving me ideas of how i can build the brand of lamb prints you know i find that those press-on nails has become like a really new thing because I know that press-on nails were so popular like years ago and I think it's like really nice that you're at least like getting into the swing of things and doing things a little bit differently because like I know that yours like you can customize them as well which I think is like really cool I think that like, that's great it's always good to have people around you that are like supportive and can even like actually help with the business too yeah and especially because there's a lot of competitors you have like like you mentioned press-on nails right now especially during a pandemic it's really popular so it's really easy to get discouraged so so trying to be different by doing like research and competitive analysis is really important. So having that support to be there for you helps boost your confidence. I would say for me and Tanya, our shared friends have been so supportive of us. And, you know, I think with jewelry, uh, it's really difficult because you want to make sure that it's, you know, a brand that doesn't, you know, get ruined easily, doesn't break. And I think it's been really nice since we've had so much support that people kind of trust our brand now more. And we've seen like a lot of girls from our high school buy our jewelry. And that's been really, really nice and I also would say my family has been super super supportive I mean even our ambassador program I think Tanya has been yeah. amazing our ambassadors are so supportive of us obviously like 
friends and family like are like so supportive of absolutely like of everything and like even like as Jessica said earlier like even if they don't buy like just like even like liking and like commenting and like sharing it in the story just means so much especially when you like didn't ask them to do that it really does feel so genuine I would say my little eight-year-old sister or nine-year-old sister she tells everyone at school <laughs> that I'm a rich and famous business owner um so cute it's so cute that is so cute she also makes like little like unboxing hauls on her tiktok even though she has like 10 followers that are her like her nine-year-old friends and like she's a private but it's still like it's just so cute and I would say another notable one is my boyfriend he was one of our first customers even though it's a woman's jewelry brand but yeah that was just really nice of him and just like a everyone that's so cute oh my gosh when I hear about like little siblings like looking up to you like that as children are so impressed by like everything and I know like even for myself she's like my sister's only two years younger than I am so like it's not a huge difference but like even with the podcast and stuff and like when she like supports me or like will be like oh like that was really good what you did it feels good because it's like even if that's like your sibling like they'll tell you honestly and you know that they actually do mean it I think just having like that genuine support just means so much from anyone and another thing I've noticed people that we don't know personally are like some of our biggest supporters like we have like these girls that we've never met and they're just riding for a brand I feel that I've seen your ambassador program before mm-hmm. and I see like some of the girls that I know that I either went to high school with or people that I know that also come to Ryerson and it's like that's so great like this is the kind of support we always need like no matter what between like women and stuff so that's amazing yeah 100% I feel like it's my mom <laughs> for the type of product that I sell like yeah I need to make it so she will literally like help me make it like do the soap with me whatever she looks for like new like ingredients that are like super good for you and she even like helps with the packaging and if I need someone to like go out to like a market with me like she will come 100% and then yeah definitely like my brother also he's into like graphic design so he's helped me with like coming up with like the labels and then just doing like product photography and then just like helping up with the website and then yeah definitely my friends as well like even sometimes if I'm like contacting a store if I want to like sell like wholesale to them I'm like hey can you like run through this email really quickly like can you check if it's good or whatever and they're always like yeah yeah for sure send me anything so yeah I know that I always can count on like my friends like even if I need ideas or if I need like people to like test like products on and so they're like 100% down and then yeah like even today I got like a message on like Instagram for from one of my customers and like I feel like I don't know if like other people get this but sometimes I get like nervous just looking at it because I'm like are they gonna say something good or not like is it like did something bad happen but then no I opened it she was like so happy with it and then she was like yeah like let me know when like you're gonna go like be in Toronto like I want to meet you and everything I feel like it just makes you want to like keep going even with the podcast like from my own personal experience this was like a long time coming and the people that do like support me in terms of like like physical work that they have to do or I guess volunteer to do rather sometimes I know that they are probably so annoyed with me because they're like oh my god you seriously like you're gonna make me change this again or gonna make me cut this out or whatever but I don't know what I would do without a lot of them either like the other two people that I work with that are also in the student society that like we do work in the same committee they've always been like nothing but supportive and even like with my president he's also been nothing but supportive and then including like Elisa who is like on this call who I've known Elisa for so long 
wrong. She's the only one that deals with me and is not going to get annoyed if I say, you need to do this, you need to do that. She just, she just gets me. So, I mean, obviously it's been very successful considering the fact that, you know, she's here still and she hasn't gotten sick of me. Support is so important when it comes to like your business and sometimes to, and this is like the sad part about it, but sometimes the sad reality is that the people that you always think will support you sometimes don't. And and I think that's like sometimes a really hard conversation to have too, because I know that for myself, I'm like relatively private about some of like the endeavors and like some of my ventures that I do. And my closest friends were like, oh, I didn't even know you started a podcast. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, I just, it kind of just happened, you know? And they're like, well, like, we're so proud of you and like everything. Like, why don't you say something? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like, I just got shy about it. And I'm like, I don't know how to like, explain that like this is what I'm doing find that like obviously their support has been like amazing throughout and I'm really glad to have those people around me were you guys planning on starting to expand the brand and like maybe go into other things do you want to like even share any kind of thoughts on that for now I can't speak for Sarah but I think that like we are really happy with just jewelry for now and we love what we do we love the community that we have and that we built and I don't want to let go of that just yet but recently we have been talking about long-term to sort of expand Velacora into more than just jewelry. I think that is a bit of a long-term plan. I think for now, short-term, we are happy where we are. We do have a lot of really exciting things coming up this summer that we've been planning that is a little bit different than what we do now, but I don't want to say too much. For the summer, especially, like, we do want to really expand in our knowledge of jewelry because we know so much about the industry now and what is lacking and what the trends are. So I think we're going to push forward. But yeah, we do have some things coming in the summer that are like going to be a little bit different that are more like seasonal uh, focused products. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. For me, Lamprints in its name itself, it doesn't really talk about nails or it's not like Jessica does nails or Jessica nails like the typical nail businesses that we have in like Toronto. So when we first came up with the business name Lamprints, it wasn't supposed to be specifically focused on nails. So we strategically named it that so that we can provide custom products for our clients. So we decided to start off with press on nails because we know what what more than a perfect time during a pandemic to create these nails for customers who can't go into a salon for more than three hours, risk their health and that kind of stuff, but still feel empowered and beautiful with the press on nails on that lasts long and is reusable. So we started off with that and then we tried to spend a couple of months perfecting the product by trying out new designs, differentiating ourselves from our competitors and just working on different kinds of designs that appeal our clients. So once we got that nailed down, we decided to launch a new product, which is customized mugs. So when we created mugs, it was with the sole purpose of letting our clients know that we're not just for women. It's not just nails for women. So these these mugs was a way to bring males into our client base. So when I created these mugs, that was my sole intention. And I knew that in the long term, I would want to expand lamp prints into something bigger. So as you know, lamp prints, like custom, it's kind of like printing on different things, whether it's on nails, whether it's on shirts or mugs. That's what Lamprint's goal is in the long term. So I am launching a couple of things in the summer as well. I've been working on different ways of how I can create these products and just planning out the marketing plan for that. So in terms of Lamprint's, I feel like we are definitely going to expand. If you think about a company like Shein, where they sell different kinds of products, whether it's beauty products, clothing, apparel, and that kind of stuff, I think that's what our vision is too. But obviously, we're taking one step at a time, perfecting one product at a time before we continue adding new products to our line. That's good. I think that sometimes 
when brands like are thinking of expanding into other like into other brand categories they either sometimes stick to only like women's products only men's products but it's nice to have things that are even like unisex too because it like appeals to everybody and like it your your demographic and your target market like those it changes in in the most positive way obviously so yeah it's definitely like a great way to go about it and like a great like long-term plan and everything for us we are focused on like providing body care beauty products we have this whole idea in mind that we're offering kind of like plastic free package free products as well and i think there's a lot of like opportunities to kind of find like new innovations for like these new type of products so we are currently like testing and trying out like new recipes right now that we'll be launching like in the summer hopefully saying that like there other things that we are looking for is kind of thinking of like kind of like face mask bars that's something that I've seen around that I think is like super interesting where you know you don't actually have to have like the container like the plastic package with you it's just kind of like all in concentrated in a bar and then you just grab your like brush put it on your face I think another thing that we were looking for is also like deodorant bars I think that's also something that's not that well known and I think people would be super interested in it obviously they're gonna be with like supernatural ingredients that will be good for you and it would also be helping the environment so far we are thinking of just doing two product launches in the summer to expand like our collection i definitely have like a goal in mind of seeing like kind of what regular like consumers wouldn't think about and like just having that like in their new like skin and hair routines i think another thing that i came across is that i also offer like shampoo and conditioner bars so a lot of people have been coming uh to me like asking if i'm gonna do like hair masks or something like hair and scalp oil is something that I've also been like looking for like finding good ingredients for that so yeah I also rely on kind of like what my customers come to me for and then I just like go to them for like feedback on anything so yeah I think there's like a lot of new kind of different products like I know that your packaging is like plastic free like it's all like recyclable like basically everything is good for the environment and I think that's like so great because I know that there's a lot of other brands, a lot of other companies now that are starting to get into that because they realize how important it is and that clearly they're making like a really significant impact on like landfills and like even carbon footprints, like all that environmental stuff. Sometimes too, like when you're a smaller business, you can focus on that a little bit more and you, you know, you build from like the ground up. And I think sometimes with companies, like they often don't get to consider those variables because there's more important things that they're worried about. But even like this morning, actually, I had to present a case analysis for one of my classes and it was on Dove and they were talking about reducing emissions to zero by 2039. And it's like, that's like a big company doing that in over the course of like 18 years or whatever, 18 or 19 years. But then you have like small businesses who like, they just start that from the beginning. And, you know, everybody's footprint in terms of like what like environmental footprint is important and I think that the way that you do that with the packaging and everything and even just like materials wise it genuinely is like it's mind-blowing but it's also going to be like one of the biggest things because like clean beauty natural beauty all of that stuff is becoming one of the biggest trends out there I love the fact that you're doing natural deodorant bars I will definitely be getting one because I've been learning about how harmful aluminum is those you're putting in deodorant are so yeah, I'm really excited for that. Oh my God, thank you. If you make a hair oil, you need to let me know because that would be like oh, the biggest well. lifesaver for me. 100%. So, so this pandemic has obviously been hard on everybody. And I know that for myself, I've been struggling a little bit when it comes to having the motivation to really do anything, but then also just the motivation to kind of like 
you know, continue like bettering myself, even though like these are the circumstances. But nevertheless, I think it's always important that despite what you're going through, you still should celebrate the small things, the small accomplishments, or even the big accomplishments as well. What accomplishments, both either personal or professional, or both you could speak about, would make your seven-year-old self the most proud? I would say kind of my ability to get on the, the camera and just talk, like to TikTok. We have been posting TikTok videos every day and my ability to just get on like with no makeup or just my hair tied up and just talk about my brand and just completely expose myself, like knowing that people are going to see me, people that go to my high school, people that are my neighbors, they're going to see me on TikTok or they're going to see like our Instagram and just not caring about that. I think my seven-year-old really shy self would be amazed because I was extremely shy and I could never do anything like that. So yeah, I think definitely that's one of the biggest accomplishments for me. I grew up super, super like awkward, not even just shy, but just so awkward. And it was really hard for me to make friends growing up and just for seven-year-old me to see the type of types of connections and the types of friends I've made and like how comfortable I am to put myself out there like this. And, you know, as Sarah said, have people from your high school, have your friends, neighbors, just like see you on TikTok talking about jewelry. It would have really stressed me out when I was a kid and it would have really just scared me off. I grew up super, super anxious. It was just so hard for me to just even make friends and just for seven-year-old me to see that I'm running a business with my friend who's like really cool. Shout out Sarah. <laughs> and she would just think it's so cool. Yeah, everything I do is pretty much just for a seven-year-old me. How long have you guys been friends? Since like the first week of university. I love those friendships that start out in university. There's a, one of the girls that's actually on my student society. She's one of my best friends. Her name's Tessa. Tessa, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I'm calling you out. Her and I, like we hit it off in like this introduction to business class. It was in the very first semester of my studies. She's always been like supportive of like everything in terms of like like on an educational perspective but even just like with the podcast and always like letting me bounce ideas off of her so the friendships that you make in university is just like it's genuinely just mind-blowing I remember I literally called Tanya and I was like hey I want to do this and she was like yeah I want to do it with you so cute I was like how can I support you and she's like just do it with me and I was like, oh, okay. I really do want to give props to Sarah and Tanya because I feel like there are so many ways I can relate to you guys in terms of like starting off shy and being able to put your face out there. Like I still can't even make TikToks with my face, but just know 2021, I'm going to work on that. I tell myself every day, like my sisters always tell me like, who cares? Just Sarah mentioned like going on there with your hair tied, no makeup, just being able to share your story because honestly, nobody is going to judge you because at the end of the day, you're doing, you're working hard and you know, you're kind of trying to get your brand out there and that's what your goal is so I feel like just remembering that and having a goal and accomplishing that is really a good achievement but to answer your questions in terms of what would make my seven-year-old proud it'd probably be just starting a nail business in general because surprisingly when I was small I grew up doing my own nails like buying nail polish from the dollar store and just designing my own nail natural nails and like I've always inspired and like wanted to open my own nail salon one day and like who knew that after I graduated from Ryerson that I would actually like have the confidence to open up a business have clients that actually wear our nails with our designs and like everything is handmade so I feel like my seven-year-old will be really proud about that and like in the long term like hopefully I can open up a salon one day when the pandemic is over and like that would be a really big achievement for me and my sisters great it's I didn't know that you guys were all like very shy like now when I think of I'm like oh wow I mean obviously some of <laughs> I'm just meeting you guys some of you for the first time but like still I just it's funny like sometimes too you never 
you never expect that but you guys have you guys are not shy at all (laughs) like talking now I'm like wow you seem so like talkative and whatever that's great I was just so awkward like I wish I was shy (laughs) (laughs) like that would have been easier but I was just awkward like I was just playing like weird and you're really hard on yourself (laughs) you're awfully hard on yourself that's I'm sure you were not very awkward (laughs) if I had known you I'm sure you weren't hopefully I honestly I'll take your word for it though but like still no yeah for me I can totally relate too because like even I remember like I started my business during the pandemic as well and like I remember I just, I signed up for the Kensington work and I'm like, yeah, like I'm going to go. And then when I was actually there, I was like, oh my God, we, like, I have to talk to a bunch of people who are like, come to my booth. Like, oh my God, what am I going to say? Like, I didn't even like plan this out. Like, what if I sound so weird or something? I don't know. I was just like definitely overthinking everything. Like it was such a good experience because like you're able to get out of your comfort zone and you're also able to kind of interact with like your own customers and build that relationship with them. I think also overall just starting a business that's very like focused on like the environment. It's kind of hard to see like that impact the fact that climate change and like plastic pollution and waste is having but when you definitely go and like travel to other countries because that's how kind of like I like noticed that there was like a problem so I think that's something that was very important for me and that was like kind of like a good achievement that I was like okay yeah like I'm not just helping people but you're also helping like the planet yeah and I mean like now when I think about it too it's like why did anybody think about this before like you know we could have had so many like eco-friendly things like you know I remember every year on Earth Day when I was in elementary school and stuff in high school and they would turn the lights off for an hour and I'm like, okay, like this is the only thing we're doing. Yeah, I remember they would put the like a video up, like inspirational video with like Coldplay music in the background. You just brought me back to like 2010. <laughs> You're like, was this supposed to inspire me? There's definitely like a growing movement now. Um, and I think kind of even the younger generation is like kind of helping spread more awareness on that. Like I've seen like on social media, like it's definitely helped a lot more. Bigger brands are slowly transitioning. They are kind of like starting to slowly switch or, like and start investing in like better like packaging or just like better like products that they can offer but yeah it's still a big issue now and I think even as consumers it's like important to like think about and yeah just think about our purchasing habits in general I think my seven-year-old self would genuinely be just shocked she'd be like you did what and that's mainly because (laughs) um my seven-year-old self was like I want to be a teacher like this and like whatever. And it's so funny because my seven-year-old self would be like, you picked business, podcasts, even like family friends of mine too, who've known me since I was a kid. They're like, you've grown up so much. And it's like crazy how much people even change like over the years too. And like my accomplishments that I've made, like both in like personal and professional life. Like I always think like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like I just did this like one little thing. And people are like, no, that that's actually like a big deal. Like you should be really proud of yourself. And I know that like, if this was like my seven-year-old self, like what, like looking at this, I know she'd be proud, but at the same time, I'm like, she would just be shocked. <laughs> she wouldn't be like, she wouldn't know what hit her at all. I can so relate with that. Yeah, me too. 
I just learned this term recently. It's called imposter syndrome. Basically, when it's an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. And that is so true. That like, is so true. Like, it kind of feels like you're a fraud. I don't know. Does anyone else feel that way? I definitely do. Shuluk is like such a competitive environment. It's literally crazy. It's so, it, it's like intense. And I literally felt like I didn't belong there and I was <laughs> faking it and that everyone thought I was someone that I completely wasn't. I just felt like I was playing a role. That's a good way to put it. I feel like that is definitely like relatable. But honestly, I feel like we're just discrediting ourselves. Like honestly, we deserve the recognition we have. And- and like we should really be proud of where we've come. The episode that I just posted actually on Monday, it was for Women's Day. The ladies that I was interviewing were actually president and executive vice president of student groups at Ryerson. And one of the girls brought up the imposter syndrome. And at first I also had like never really like heard of it or like I just kind of knew about it. And she's like, you don't see yourself and like all this stuff. And it's funny because like now that we're talking about it here, probably the first month more, I literally cried all the time when I came home from school because I was like, I can't do this. I don't think I'm cut out for this. And I'm like, everyone else is so smart. And like, I just don't think I can measure up to everybody. My mom was like, you know, if you don't want it, like if you want to like drop out and just pursue something else like that's okay like there's no reason why you should continue something that you don't like or if you don't like feel connected to the to the program or anything like that and then you know I was like no you know what I think I can do I think I need to give myself a bit more time and then by the end of my first year I knew that this is exactly where I wanted to be and I knew that I had made the right choice but I think that that happens to a lot of people where they just don't they discredit a lot of like their ideas. They discredit like the kinds of accomplishments that they have. And I think in my personal opinion, I mean, you guys can also concur on this as well, but like, I think sometimes even as women, sometimes depending on the environment that you're surrounded by, you almost feel like you're forced to discredit the kinds of things that you do. It genuinely should never be like that. I know that for myself, there have been like certain instances where I have discredited myself because I felt like there were other people who didn't show me the support that I needed. I can handle criticism I can handle when things may not be like executed as well as I want them to be but at the same time it's like you still you have to give credit where credit's due how has that happened with you guys if you have like experiences of that situation speaking on like my personal experience like one of the issues I have is and I think like a lot of people can relate to this and I hope that we all like like this is something that's addressed because it is a big issue and we just tend to compare ourselves so much to the people around us and like we just bring it like bring ourselves down because we haven't gotten we haven't achieved what they achieved and we all start at the same time one thing i learned is that everyone is just hyping themselves up a bit like obviously they're not going to tell you like they're going through the same thing too they don't really know exactly what they're doing or where they're going but you don't see that and you don't see that they are struggling with this either you just see that they got a fancy internship at the fortune 500 company and um, I'm here to confirm that I also don't know exactly what I'm doing or I don't know exactly where I want to go with my life. And I think, I think that's how everyone feels. And I think that we should all just stop comparing ourselves to everyone else because I think that's no one knows what's going on. <laughs> Sometimes I'll message Tanya and I'll be like, why aren't we doing as well on TikTok as like this company or this business? And she's like, Sarah, like we will, like our time will come. Like 
that's amazing for them. Like they are achieving their goals and we'll achieve our goals too. Everyone's just as confused as the other person. Yeah. And I think that like speaking about Chulik, Chulik is such an amazing program with such incredible people, incredible faculty. It's just, it is an incredible program, but it's also very easy to compare yourself to those incredible people and their accomplishments. At least for me, like, of course, I put on a little bit of a front too, especially like, not obviously not going to tell them like what I'm struggling with or like what I'm yeah. doing, but like, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> no one knows what's going on. People our age, like we just... We shouldn't be expected to know exactly what we want to do with our lives and exactly the direction we want to go to. In terms of like business students, I feel like we're in such a competitive environment where like we're bound to compare ourselves with people, whether they're they're more successful than us or they're like older than us and they landed an internship and we didn't. I guess my advice here would be like we all kind of start somewhere like they all started at the bottom too and they had to work their way up and because we don't see that we just think they're successful. We want to be where they are. I feel like everything takes its time and like our time is going to come. Like you said, just trust the process. I feel like that one video one day is going to go viral. And then after that, you're going to be set. And like, I'm really, really guilty of comparing myself to other businesses, especially in the nail industry as well, because it's so hard not to. They're doing the same things you're doing. And like, you kind of have to step out and do something different from them in order to be better than them. But the reality is that every business is going to have their own customers. You just have to work on yourself, focus on your products, focus on what you specialize in. And your clients who genuinely support you will continue coming to you. They will spread the word and you'll still continue to grow regardless of all these other businesses that are doing the same thing as you. So I think that's something that I learned and like going to university and my experience throughout the four years, like now that I graduated, I can look back and be like, I really did compare myself a lot. I majored in HR, but I was like really passionate in marketing. So like, it was really easy for me to compare my friends that all made it in the marketing major. And honestly, the reason why I didn't major in marketing was because I was intimidated by the metrics and the math that people were talking about. And I discouraged myself thinking that I wouldn't be able to do it. So I decided to go down the HR route. And I thought like I was at a disadvantage. I'll never be able to land a dream job. But look, I trust the process. I, even though I majored in HR, I used the skills I learned there and I applied it in my student groups. I applied it in my job because it is a transferable skill. And then I still went ahead and took every opportunity I can get, even though I'm not majoring in marketing. And in the end, I was still able to land a job in digital marketing, like of my dream, like in the bank. So I feel like that's definitely a lesson I learned four years later, but at least I learned it. I think that sometimes too, when I look back at even like things I did in first year and what I was so worried about in first year, but like, you know, not looking as smart as everyone else or like, you know, not like getting these summer jobs and everything. It's like everybody's journey looks a little bit different it's really important that you got to consider like you know what some people are going through things that you may not understand or you may not know about and if they choose to do something that's like personally like that would benefit them like in the long run or whatever the circumstances might be you have to respect that and I know that too it's very easy to get like influenced by people especially people that you're even like around and stuff and who are progressing at like a faster pace than you are and you have to make sure that you stick to your gun you got to stick to what you know and what you know about yourself because you are the only person that knows yourself that well I also think like with social media like obviously it just makes it even easier to like compare yourself that way because like I remember when I was looking for like a co 
co-op job like business students they like tell you to like get on LinkedIn and then you know like always be on there so I remember just being like oh seeing like my peers start getting like internship roles but then like I wouldn't get anything and you're like what's going on you know what I mean like and it gets you like feeling discouraged and upset but when I was in co-op I didn't even get like a placement in the summer and like that was totally fine like I just ended up going to Mexico for like three months and then I ended up finding one in the fall like it's not the end of the world and then usually like when you're in that situation though you're just like comparing yourself like do people think like I'm gonna be a bad employee or whatever you know you just start thinking of like random thoughts like that but yeah I think social media is obviously like even you go on Instagram and you see people like not just people but also businesses they're obviously putting their best content out there they're not going to be putting like when the owners are feeling like they're just like feeling like they don't know if what they're doing is right like they're not going to be showing that kind of like transparency so I think that's also something to take into consideration when like even I'm looking at different like skincare brands or like beauty brands it's like okay yeah they're like all over these stores but like you obviously don't know like their journey and it's uh, like everyone's gonna be different I think definitely when I catch myself just having those thoughts it's like it's okay like you know your own brand is gonna like big things are gonna be happening for you as well so like there's no need to like be feeling like upset or anything yeah it's it's hard sometimes I think it's really important to remind yourself of why you started Like, I feel like it's so easy for us to fall into that hole of, like, being discouraged, comparing ourselves to others. But as long as every single day you remind yourself, you know, this is why I started. This is what my goal is. I'm just going to focus on what I'm doing. This will help boost your confidence and keep you going every single day, keep you inspired and continue launching new things and being motivated to do what you're doing. This podcast gets a lot of traction and that there's a lot of people that, like, like the content and they want to listen to it and everything. And I think every day, too, like, I always get a little bit like scared that like you know people are not going to really like like my content or like they'll get bored of it and stuff like that so um that's always just been a really a fear of mine it's just, like the fear of like people just not liking it and just not like really caring about it anymore so definitely going to be spending a lot of time this summer even like thinking of you know how I'm going to do things differently and like all that kind of good stuff just wanted to say thank you for like inviting me here like I feel like this is such a great initiative being able to showcase all the different women and the small businesses like if it weren't for to, for you to have this call like I wouldn't be able to meet Tanya Sarah or Maria so thank you so much uh, and like thanks for reaching out to us it was a pleasure to have you ladies on the podcast I definitely had been thinking about this like for a while so I'm really glad that things did work out for us and all of your thoughts and all of your contributions to the podcast definitely were like really appreciated and I definitely learned a lot about you guys but also learned a lot about uh, running a business and all that kind of good stuff so thank you so much for being here and dedicating the time to this genuinely appreciate it tell to the listeners what's the plug that what you guys uh what you guys are doing or anything like that um I also just wanted to say thank you so much for having us and it was so lovely to talk to all of you and just to like connect with all of you and I really hope you all stay in touch and talk more in the future because i really enjoyed talking to all of you You guys are all so nice absolutely same yeah it was amazing to plug anything in yeah it's at bellicora v-e-l-l-i-c-o-r-a on any social media yeah then for us it would be at lamprints l-a-m-p-r-i-n-t-s for me it's at somi.body so that's s-o-m-i dot B-O-D-Y. I did also want to give you guys a discount code so you can get 15% off if you use call her CEO discount code.
Love that. Thank you everybody for tuning into the podcast. It was a pleasure to have all of you on here and I hope to see you guys and connect with you guys in the future. Take care everyone. Bye.